0: Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy. And over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in his kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you are here with me on the podcast. I've got some great friends with me, Jonathan and Sarah, who are here to talk about all the incredible things that God's doing in their life and their journey as artists, both separately and together as a married couple. So, guys, super glad you're here. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm so you. excited.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for having us here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We met not long ago at uh, my friend Amanda Galuli's uh, Eagle Rock, uh, camp, uh, Grand. I would, it's a retreat center, I guess over there yeah. in, uh, in East Tennessee. And, um, I was speaking and y'all were teaching and it was like, Hey, this is, this is great. But I just, Jonathan loved your work. And then Sarah loved us hear what you're doing with flowers yeah. and, and all this sort of thing. And I'm like, we gotta be friends. I gotta have you guys
1: on, <laughs> yes. on the
0: podcast. So for folks that are just kind of getting to know you guys, why don't you give us a little bit of who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into a little bit of your backstory.
1: All right. Um, well, I'm Jonathan Howe. This is my wife, Sarah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. And uh, I'm a currently a full time artist. that you know, I make my living um, painting mostly landscapes and portraits. And we have been doing this full time ever since we got married. So I we had launched uh, just prior to getting married and. Mm-hmm. Um, been at it ever since. And so it's a real blessing to be able to do something that I love and provide for my family. And
0: um that's a that's a short, short bit of it. Yeah. And Sarah, how long have y'all been married? I mean, how long have you been at this?
2: It's going to be 12 years this month, our anniversary. And we have two little girls. Aiden is going to be 10 this year. Susanna will be seven. We're homeschooling. So we get to, you know, he works from home, self-employed, I get to help and we just spend our days at home enjoying all the creativity and all the family life and everything. Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: Now, Sarah, I have to ask you, you know, if, if you have a family like a lot of people, I'm sure your mom or dad might have said, now, he's an artist? Like, now, how does he actually <laughs> make a living? So did y'all have to go through that that whole thing? <laughs> I-
2: I think more so probably my father would have been the one keeping his eyes out on Jonathan and making mm-hmm. sure that he would be able to provide for the family. My mom is an artist. She's, nice. so she, uh, she gets it. She understands the art world and stuff. So I think she was more excited that I roped an artist than <laughs> worried about finances. And my dad is more practical. Like we, will, will you be yeah. able to take care of my daughter or not?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's point? <laughs> yeah.
2: The Lord did it. The Lord is good. <laughs>
0: So now, Jonathan, did you go to art school or are you self-taught or how did how did your journey I, start? Uh, I went
1: to Maryville College, which is a small liberal arts college, and uh, I majored in art there and got my bachelor in arts there um, in two thousand and seven. Uh, and I guess I, I was still working um, actually for a wood carver at the time. Um, so I would kind of apprentice with him through college and I was working there. and um, about a year after I graduated, I was like, well, I don't have a lot of responsibilities right now. And I had gotten a few portrait commissions people were asking for. And so it's like, well, this is the time to launch out. I don't have a lot of responsibilities, so let's see if this works. Yeah. And yeah. I launched out.
0: And so I'm thinking, was that about 12 years ago? Were you guys married yet? Or is that not married yet? We had engaged. just started
1: dating and engaged. And that's pretty much when I, I launched out into
2: it. Just did it all at once. Yeah. yeah.
0: All <laughs> that, well, that's awesome. Why not? Right. I'm just thinking back as far as time frame and everything that was right in the thick of the economic downturn that was going on and all that time. That was actually around the time that I started doing my baskets full time uh, because Mm -hmm. I had done that for a hobby for like 13 years. And I remember everybody telling me this has got to be God, because if you can make it during this time, you can make it during anything. So did, did that even cross your mind that this is like, probably the most horrible time to start a business or, <laughs> no, or did I, you just you didn't know any better
1: and you know I wasn't even aware of how how it would affect at that time when I launched as I began to get into it and I began to get to know different gallery owners and different things you know they were telling me this is a horrible time you know <laughs> this is the worst we've seen it you know and so I began to learn that but I was like well I can't stop now um, if I can make something happen now then I should be good um, yeah yeah. God made
0: a way. That's right. Now, Siri, I know that you do floral work and and that sort of thing. Have you always had kind of an entrepreneurial streak in you as well, or was this kind of new for you?
2: Um, Well, I was not obviously self-employed when I met Jonathan. I was working for a friend who was a contractor, um, and I was kind of site manager at different sites at the time. But always, always loved the idea of entrepreneurship and self-employed. Um, and I, I do think I'm very much a visionary. Um, yeah. John was actually mm-hmm. talking about that recently, how really my role, even in our relationship in his business is I'm always full of the ideas. We can try mm-hmm. this. Let's do this. Let's, let's branch out. Let's try something new. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that fuels my passion. That's just how I tick. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. Lord put us together, knowing that that was a good combo right there.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm more of, let's just, Keep doing, keep doing this, keep doing this, and hope it works out. And keep doing it, you know. And she breaks me out and says, "What about this? Have you ever thought about that?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And I'm slow to change and uh, grab hold of it, but uh, when I do, it works. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: I love that. I'm thinking about my relationship with Tanya. We've been uh, yeah. coming up on 25 years in in April, and you know, so many of those early days, and we didn't really understand how marriage relationship business together worked and everything the thing that you know she really does which we're kind of opposite so i'm more of the okay. fast mover idea person she's more of kind of the the steady keep it in the road administrative mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing that really drove us crazy though with, <laughs> with yeah. each other i mean did that i'm sure you guys never went through any of that kind of oh, before, we were <laughs> no actually
2: um I had to, on my side, and I don't know if it's the same for you or not being visionary and all that. I had to learn to kind of relax and and take it easy a bit and kind of pace myself, almost meet his pace, you know, so I could nudge him a little bit. But if I went too far, then it would actually slow us down. Mm. And um, it was a journey of faith, actually, to realize that it's not just my vision um, and it's not just his talent, but that the Lord wanted to combine both skills together and figuring out how that worked was mm-hmm. I feel like, cause we had, um, Aiden was born two years after we were married. I feel like it took about two or three years to really get into a rhythm of understanding how to do this together and what roles to play. And of course we still grow mm-hmm. year to year. It's not like, you know, we still sometimes have to say, wait, where, where, did do, where do we fit in on this thing? Am I pushing too hard? Mm-hmm. Is he, is he not quite, um, being adventurous enough in this, how does it work? And so you have to come back to the table all the time. I feel like,
0: sure, I don't know.
2: Sure.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. so huge. I think just realizing that there is a rhythm to how you live and work together and, and also yeah. not bringing it home all the time. That's our, that's our challenge, yeah. right? It's, you know, we try to cut it off at four or five o'clock in the afternoon and be like, "Okay, I'm husband, your wife. Let's be married <laughs> yeah. and let's not be <laughs> business owners right now." You know, but that's yeah. that
2: is so true.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely early on, I wasn't great at that. You know, I would be thinking business and work all the time. You know, and that wasn't wasn't great. And I've learned a lot a lot better now that I can cut it off and just um, be part of the family and yeah. enjoy.
0: So So Jonathan, I love it. You know, 12 years in business and married and and all this sort of thing. You guys have learned a lot along the way, I guess, about how business works for you and what kind of the rhythm, a rhythm that works for you. I know when I first started doing my baskets, everybody that I knew that was in the fine craft world was on the road doing shows and, Mm and that sort of thing and teaching a lot. So I kind of jumped into that and was doing a whole bunch of stuff that was working, but it wasn't working for me necessarily. Yeah. What are the things, what does life look like right now as far as the rhythm that you guys are finding as far as the way you're selling your work, how clients are coming to you, that sort of thing. And um, because everybody's business, you know, looks different. Yeah. It
1: does. Um, To get to where I am presently, I wanted to share just a little bit how I got to where I am now. And that, you know, when we first started out, freshly married, I had started to sell my work to my landscape paintings to an art dealer. He had approached me and said, hey, would you like to do this? And so I began selling my paintings solely to him, pretty much. And he would, it became this uh, crutch. He would buy a certain number of paintings a week, basically, and then resell them at other places. And uh, and I I knew that, well, I could get a paycheck. And so that's uh, faithful. So I'll just keep doing that and keep doing that. And I totally got in a complete rut and just trapped doing that one thing, and almost became like a factory kind of. Yeah. And and but it was that comfort zone. And I remember it was actually her her father or her grandfather yeah. uh, preached a sermon on faith one Sunday, and it was just it was the ticket to what I needed that gift of faith to say, okay, I can step out. And I started to see that this businessman wasn't dealing honestly either, and so I knew I had to get yeah. out of it. Yeah, and uh, and so like that that step of faith to say I can step out and trust the Lord, He's going to provide my needs um, to cut off this relationship and allow the Lord to provide and expand business in different ways. And that was one one thing that totally changed the mm-hmm. way that we function as a family, um, that we function in art business because I was no longer trapped in this one thing and it it began to really expand my creativity expand horizons and and the Lord always provided through it you know we were never lacking in that
0: yeah I think so many of us have have been through those things where we have one thing that's working really great until it's not and then (laughs) And then, and then you're like, oh crap, this is not working anymore. Or, this this doesn't work for me anymore. How do I get out of that? And I think that's one of the things I really have always tried to focus on in my business, but also what we teach yeah. in the mentoring program is this kind of multi-channels of, of marketing and multiple streams of income yeah. so that if one of them isn't working or you don't want to do it anymore, or if it dries up, that your whole business isn't drying up. And Sarah, yeah, right. I know that that kind of approach probably for, for you as a mom with kids at home and that sort of thing, <laughs> you, you enjoy that kind of security as well oh, yeah. as, as Jonathan, right?
2: Oh, yes. One of my favorite things to do actually, and I feel like we do it once a year if I, I could do it weekly and love it, but as um, I kind of try to, it's almost like a, I'll draw it on paper, almost like a pyramid, and I'll say, what is our first priority for this family? Mm. You know? Um, And first priority obviously is always our relationship with God, you know, and then, and then we realize marriage and then family. And then where does business fall in that category in this list of priority? Um, And it doesn't always mean that what is at the top of that pyramid gets the majority of time, but it does allow us in our business to Mm. decide what is a yes and what is a no, because if it takes away or if it affects what is a priority in a negative way, then clearly the answer would be a no. Yeah. If it does mm-hmm. add to what is a priority in our family life, in our,
0: mm-hmm. in
2: what God's called us to, then it's clearly a yes. Um, Cause being visionary and excited about everything, I could overextend myself in a moment, sure. you know, I say all the exciting things and, and branch out. And so I have to remind myself regularly, does this fit? with the vision the Lord has given us, or is this yeah. just a happy, exciting thing, yeah. you know, that, that I need to maybe just peel it back a little and just wait on the Lord before saying yes to, you know, and, and yeah, the,
0: pace. That's so good. I was just going to say the anointing of new, right? The new shiny thing, the, Oh, you yeah. should totally do this. You know, you got to yeah. be able to bring it back. And it's knowing that, that vision and knowing the season that God's got you in right exactly. now, those are so important that they become kind of the the standard by which you, you judge the things that you're allowing into your life.
2: Exactly. It's so mm-hmm. important to, to figure that out. And before I figured it out, it's just discontent and it's unthankfulness. And, and I don't think you can prosper very well if you're just grasping at everything, you know, yeah. so get set and saying, it's okay. To have a few lanes and not a million lanes. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: okay. That's you know. Yeah, I often tell people, you know, it's kind of like a river. You know, a river is powerful because it has banks. You know, because it can be directed. But otherwise, it's just a flood, right? A river without banks is a flood, and it's just a mess. And and there you go. And I think all of us, when we can put put in those those God given boundaries that are that are great. I know for me. Over the last few years, there's, there's been those four things. I'm a, I'm a, just like you're saying, I'm a husband, I'm a dad to Cameron, I'm an artist, and I'm a father to artists. And if it doesn't fit within those four categories, I don't do it. And right. a lot of people yeah. will look at your life and go, Oh my gosh, how do you do so much? And it's like, it's not that I do that much. It's just that everything I do is within that lane. Right. And so you get this real power and momentum behind that. And that's what I hear hear y'all saying as well
2: that's exactly yeah i love how you work that that's perfect that's exactly it (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah and i can definitely get into like i talked about just these lanes of um you know but that was the the stepping stone with breaking free of that that one lane that i was in and that opened up different lanes for us in the business and creativity you know doing different art shows which branched into also prints that we were doing and that was providing and then leading into workshops and other areas and the sky is the limit, you know, um, in, in what we're doing. And we don't feel closed off from any, any area. So.
0: Yeah. That's so good. So you're working at home right now, Jonathan, do you have a, a space like on your property or in the house or what does that, what does that look like for you yeah, guys? And I, how are you managing that with, with babies around <laughs> kids around and all
1: that? Right. Uh, we, we do have a home with uh, and, it has a garage attached garage and uh it was like made for me it's got north light windows all on one side i have this nice daylight and i can and i can shut the door um you know so the kids and sarah's doing um school and teaching the girls and stuff and they pop in here and there Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the day but i'm able to close it off and really focus and so um most of my days are um in their painting, you know, I'm I in there painting, creating, um, and then balancing that also with different aspects of the business side of marketing and making phone calls and, and doing that kind of thing um, yeah. throughout the day. So, it, it's, so it, it's great. I love to be able to be home and watch my girls grow up. So that's, that's a blessing.
0: It really is. I think, especially as much as we're all pulled today, I think entrepreneurship is such a wonderful gift that God gives us to be able to not only receive blessing in a lot of different ways, but also have that freedom, right? The time and the energy and the money that we need to be able to, to do the things that that God's called us to do. I, yeah. I know for, for me being in the entrepreneurial space and, and being somebody that, you know, you're in the natural responsible for all the business things that are going on and that sort of thing. God will often use um, my finances and opportunity or lack of opportunity to kind of get my attention and, Refocus mm-hmm. me and, and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure for you guys, you've been through some of those those seasons yeah. of, of refocus. What maybe talk about one of those and, and what's that kind yeah. of like for you guys as, as you work through that? That's that's really so you nailed it on the head because <laughs> uh, just
1: leading in, of course, you know, 2020 um, began shutting down a lot of a lot of my income was through shows that I would do like weekend art shows. And so 2020, after the spring, you know, shut down everything, and uh, fortunately, I had I had commissions that were keeping me afloat and, and keeping things running, and and different jobs like that. But as we got into 2021, uh, we were looking at the new year and saying, well, a lot of my shows are still canceled that I'm usually rely on, you know, and that put in us say. Okay lord what do we do here we need yeah. some ideas we need we need to do something different we can't just keep doing the same thing cuz obviously it's not even there and <laughs> uh and so we were talking Sarah and I kind of doing our first of the year discussion and and she's like you just need to uh, w- send out to your email list you know that you need help and w- are looking at maybe doing some of your own shows like and s- that somebody else would provide a venue or something that you could do something like your own and and so I typed up an email and I was like you know I'm trying to be real diplomatic about it because I didn't want to just come out and say I need help I'm gonna say you know I'm really requesting that if anyone has a venue that they would be open to doing a show you know and and so I typed it all out and Sarah's like no you, you just need to say you I need help. help
0: baby come on
1: <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, okay. All right. I just, you know, humble myself and, uh, and say, okay. So I sent the email and I said, I need help. And I explained that I was looking to do some different things this year, since everything was shut down and we got so much response. Wow. Um, from it was amazing. Uh, people that I didn't even know were on my email list, you know, mm-hmm. and, and saying, Oh yeah, we live in this, uh, this really expensive neighborhood. We love to have you do a show with us. And uh, and it opened up several opportunities to do yeah. different things. It was a busy
2: year, actually. It, was, it was really was, fun doing all you sorts of different things. Um, and and one
1: of the things ways. that really came out of that, and that was a trust, faith step, me trusting the vision that she had given yeah. and what she, was in her heart. And that actually brought us together in ways that we hadn't done anything together before like it, because she had started doing florals and growing flowers. and now we started doing shows um, with florals and me painting florals and then teaching workshops from that. And that Uh has been incredible.
0: I just love that because you're, you're building on the connections that you've already made And art. I always tell my students in the mentoring program, I'm like, nobody buys art because they need it. They buy because the connection and the more of that relationship that you're building uh, that will always pay out in, in spades for you. And, I had the same kind of thing when, you know, when the COVID hit and all this sort of thing and um, my commission business and my interior design partners and builders and people like that, you know, the luxury home market has been killing it during this whole time. And I'm like, you can absolutely have a steady supply of business. And I know some of my students, they've had their biggest year ever in the middle of 2020 and 2021, but it's because just like you're saying, they had sewed into relationships with their clients with their email lists and uh you know people i think in general too when you treat people right they want to help you they want to see you grow they love your work and love what you're doing and that's just that i think what is what makes entrepreneurship as an artist almost feel like family right people get on your side and advocate for you i I love that
1: yeah it's so
0: good so sarah what are you doing now you're growing your own like you know, I don't know if you know this. I'm a yeah. huge flower gardener. I'm like I'm oh.
2: with your garden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what are you doing with with all that? Because I know, Jonathan, you love painting florals yep. and landscapes and all that. And so now you're growing them there at your home, or what?
2: Yeah. Uh, we live on just a quarter of an acre. However, I have been able to have a pretty extensive flower garden the last three years. Wow. Um, so I don't. Do you I don't know if you grow dahlias, but that's the primary flower I have grown the last uh-huh. few years. And each flower will triple or even more in the volume of flowers you can have each year. Yes. So I'm excited this year. My my garden is tripled. So I'll have dahlias and zinnias and a lot of cut flowers. And we're tilling new beds. We're going up the side of our yard now. I mean, so wow. the whole yard pretty much all flower beds. And I have dreams for it, you know. Plenty of vision for it, what, what we're gonna do with it. <laughs> but now, do you uh, have to
0: take the tubers up every year or do you leave every them in the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. And you separate them and you store them. And you know, we might have to build a, a second story to this house just <laughs>
0: <laughs> for dahlia tubers. I love it. <laughs> my kind of woman, my kind of woman. <laughs> I love that. Well, so it's just beautiful though to see the Lord bring the two things that you love together, and yeah. to receive income from that, and uh, and to I just I just love that I you know because so many people guys I think think that being an entrepreneur is hard and you got to struggle and all this kind of stuff and it's like you know you're just a beautiful example that you can absolutely do what you love you can honor the gifting each, in each other. You can love Jesus and, and live yeah. this beautiful life. I mean, isn't that that's the mm. kingdom, right?
2: And that's exactly what it is. Mm. It is so the kingdom. And sometimes I pinch myself saying, Is this our life? But it's such a heart, you know, it's my heartbeat for people to understand that that's what the Lord desires for us is to have and live beautifully. It's yeah. not supposed to be a daily sweat grind where you're miserable just to pay the bills. The Lord has plans and purposes for our lives mm. and you know, so much is just come naturally by saying yes to things that you love. You know, yeah. Yeah. love to paint. say yes to painting. I yeah. love flowers. I say yes to flowers. And you know, there were many years where that was a splurge. You know, it felt like a splurge. Should I be doing this right now? And yeah. and the Lord turns mm-hmm. it for good. I mean, the Lord delights in those things. Um, and so we've watched the Lord grow each one of our passions individually. Mm-hmm. You know. And then grow that together over the years and do mm-hmm. something so special. And it just keeps getting more and more special. It just blows my mind every time to see what happens.
0: Yeah. I just love it.
1: What I loved about what with the flowers is that, you know, she, was, a lot of it started during the pandemic because yeah. um, she started growing more dahlias during 2020. And a lot of it was out of a desire, you know, all this bad news everywhere, bad news, bad news. And so she just said, well, I, I want to put out there just something beautiful. Just some beautiful thing and encouragement, and that's really how it how it started with her. Is just putting that out there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put something pretty out there and have good news out there on social media and stuff like that. And that began to grow so much.
0: I just love it. I love it. I'm proud for you guys. I'm happy for you. (laughs) I'm just, and I know that as folks are listening and watching today, it's a it's just an encouragement to them to realize that you don't have to live this old broke busted and disgusted frustrated life that's not the kingdom that god has so much so much for us so what would you say guys to somebody that's out there that's listening to this and maybe their life has kind of been this drudgery they've Mm -hmm. they've got this artistic gifting this creative gifting but they've just been either afraid or or didn't have a context for how to how to step out in that um Mm -hmm. you know sarah you said it was just as easy as, as saying yes to flowers saying yes to art I always say, God's not looking for your perfection. He's looking for your yes. I mean, what would, what would you say, guys, to to folks that are maybe in that place and wanting to step in to the reality that you guys are walking in?
1: Well, I think the first thing is uh, to trust in the favor of the Lord. That, mm-hmm. you know, it, as a believer, you know, we are in the year of the favor of the Lord. Yeah. And so uh, His favor rests on you. And mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about taking steps forward into the unknown because his favor is on you because of Jesus it's on you. And so if you take a step forward, he's not going to be back here. He is with you in the present and, and he's going to bless you. His plans are to prosper you. His plans are good for you. They're not to curse you. The curse has been lifted by the blood of Jesus. And so as you, as you step forward, you're not under a curse. You're not under uh, strict uh, laws and legalism, you're under grace. And so the things and the passions that are in you that he's gifted you with, he's going to bless you as you step out and use those. Um, it's just going to bless you and you can trust
0: him, you yeah. know,
1: mm-hmm. trust him. Yeah. yeah.
0: He said it good, didn't he, Sarah? He said it good.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Amen.
0: <laughs> I love um, it. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I know that folks are going to want to connect with what you're doing online, on social and that sort of thing. So where's the best place that uh, people can connect with what you guys are doing?
1: Uh, Well, connecting social media, Instagram, it's Jonathan Howe Fine Art. You can find me there. That's probably the best. Of course, I have a website there, JonathanHoweFineArt.com. And then you're...
2: Yeah, you're always welcome to follow me on Instagram. I'm... I mean, I'm just sharing flowers and encouragements every day. That's my outlet. So, and it's Sarah D. Howe.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Instagram.
0: So, love, love to connect
1: with you guys. So.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to put those links in the show notes in the descriptions so folks Good. can get that. But uh, Jonathan Definitely. and Sarah Howe, thank you so much for being on the show today and, and sharing your incredible story of, of living beautifully in the kingdom. So thanks.
1: Thank you. This was just amazing. Yes. Thank you, Matt. We really enjoyed it.
0: Hey, my friend, listen, I'm really excited to let you know about a special opportunity that we've not done in a long time, and it's something that I'm super excited about. It's called the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. You know, when I first wrote Unlocking the Heart of the Artist, it resonated with artists around the world because so many of us were dealing with uh, what I now call subconscious obstructions, these things that get lodged inside of our heart. That become a barrier or a roadblock to us walking in everything that God has for us as as artists and his kingdom people. And unless we are able to uh, cooperate with the Holy Spirit in a real intentional way and allow Him to heal those parts of us, we walk in uh, places that God never intended us to walk. We walk in struggles that God had never intended us to walk in, and we never experience the victory and the breakthrough that Jesus designed for us when He died on the cross and promised us that we'd live an abundant life. And so the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist conference is an opportunity to pull away and intentionally work through these issues in the context of a loving, safe Christian community with other artists and leaders who are on the same path to healing and wholeness that you are, who want to walk into everything that God has for them in the kingdom and walk out of all the things that have held them bound. If you've known me for very long, you know that healing the hearts of artists is really my passion. It's at the core of everything we're about and all the things that we do at our conferences and and mentoring program and, and, and all the things that we're about. But this weekend in particular, if I could describe it in one word, I would say experiential. This is not going to be a typical Talking Heads conference. This is going to be an opportunity for you to hear incredibly anointed teaching that becomes a roadmap for you to do work right inside the conference, not only With between you and the Lord, but also with you and other folks that are around uh, tables that you can have meaningful discussions with, in addition to experiential opportunities to actually use art as a processing methodology. Uh, to be able to to process the things that God's uh, speaking to you, the things that you're letting go, the things that you're planting uh, in your heart. I'm also super excited to be welcoming uh, my friend Mark Jesus, as well as my friend Dr. Darlene Mayo and others who will be with us to help facilitate uh, these healing encounters with the Lord. I'm going to be leading worship with some of my friends as well as teaching. It's going to be a experiential encounter with each other and with the Holy Spirit, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen, all the details are right here below at the link. You can just click that, find out when registration opens, uh, which is really soon, as well as uh, all the details about uh, the conference. Little bit of a note, uh, this is going to be not a weekend, conference It's actually going to be a Tuesday night, all day Wednesday and Thursday through lunch don't freak out. That's why God made vacation time. And so we're giving you plenty of time to go ahead and plan that out so that you can get babysitters, get off work, make travel plans, all the things you need to do to make it a priority to be here for the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. I love you, my friend. If God's pulling on your heart, tugging on your heart right now to say, you need to be there, do everything you can to be with us and join us for Unlocking the Heart of the Artist coming up in November 2022. All right, see you then. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is MattTommyMentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.